Fun-Loving Brown Girls. I'm Shia. And I'm Jenica. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 32. We are um, really excited. We are um, talking about The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. Poston? Poston? Poston, Poston. Poston. Sure. Something like that. Um, I was like really wanting to talk to you about this book yes, when I was reading it. I think we have a difference of opinion. <laughs> this one. And that's kind of like how I knew, like I, that's what I knew was going to happen too, <laughs> that we would not only have a difference of opinion, but like, but I just was like so ready to talk to you about this book while I was reading it. So I was excited, excited to talk to you. And again, I didn't want to tell you whether it was for good or for bad but I just wanted to I I had a lot of feelings I still have a lot of feelings yeah we'll get into it we'll get into it okay (laughs) why don't we start with um uh do you want to start with the uh summary or should we talk about the yeah we'll go let me go into the summary and then we'll do our drinks okay sounds good the dead romantics by Ashley Poston Florence Day is the ghost writer for one of the most prolific romance authors in the industry and she has a problem. After a terrible breakup, she no longer believes in love. It's as good as dead. When her new editor, a too handsome mountain of a man, won't give her an extension on her book deadline, Florence prepares to kiss her career goodbye. But when she gets a phone call she never wanted to receive, she must return home for the first time in a decade to help her family, family bury her beloved father. For 10 years, she's run from the town that never understood her, and even though she misses the sound of a warm southern night and her eccentric loving family in their funeral parlor, she can't bring herself to stay. Even when her, even with her father gone, it feels like nothing in this town has changed, and she hates it. Until she finds a ghost standing at the funer- funeral parlor's front door just as broad and infuriatingly handsome as ever, and he's just as confused about why he's there as she is. Romance is most certainly dead, but so is her new editor, and his unfinished business will have her second-guessing everything she's ever known about love stories. Yes, if I read this synopsis prior to reading this book, I would have not read the book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay let's let's talk about our drink pairings um i chose to pair kombucha and the reason for that is because it's like a it would remind me of her dead father's funeral because it's lively (laughs) it's sweet it's sour and it's got like a vinegary tang to like sort of have that like you know you're at a funeral so it's not all good you know you gotta have the it's like there's just a little bit of you know something sinister (laughs) okay well i i feel like the obvious choice would have been a rum and coke because it was said 50 million times yes in the book however I did not pair with that i paired um an espresso martini only because it, it felt like comfy so and like zoom zoom juice <laughs> some of that was co- the coffee related parts yeah. of the book but it felt like comfortable it felt um 
Like, if I say cozy, will that make me sound really weird? Because this No, okay. I thought this was a cozy book. Okay, I, yeah, it, I like espresso martinis because they're cozy. Okay. That's what okay. I chose. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get into it. I think that the major things I want to talk with you about, I think that this book didn't really hit its stride for me until about halfway through. The beginning of this book and about you know, 40, 50% of the way in, I was just like, what is going on? Why? It felt like there were two books smushed. There were so many things going on. There was, she, and and so many bad things happened all at once too, like right in the beginning. It was like just a comedy of errors, but it's like a thousand things happen. She like has this bad run in with her editor and then she goes out to di- like out to this bar with her friend and runs into her ex. We find out about him and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we find out about him, she goes into an alleyway and starts making out with her editor. I did not randomly. understand that. At didn't all. understand that at all. <laughs> and then she gets a phone call while she is mid make out that says that her dad has died. All in a span of what? Five all minutes. in a span of like five minutes. I felt like what is happening now? And then she has to like, and then, and, and during all this time, she's also like on this horrible deadline of like, I have to get this book finished by tomorrow. And, and to me, it was just like, I, I, I felt like my head was spinning and it really felt like there were two books happening at the same time. Like there should be one book relating to the funeral parlor and her dad and the family and the ghost sex and then there should be another <laughs> and, and then there should be another book about her editor the boy ex-boyfriend and her deadline like it felt like there were two books that were happening at the same time and I think that was like the hard part to finally it took about 50% of the book for them to finally merge into one book for me mm-hmm. but it was like it was like really odd at the beginning yeah, there was just too many things going on at one time. I had to flip back and forth, and I thought I skipped, like, two or three pages, and I was like, wait, what? How, how was all this happening at the very mm-hmm. same time? All at the um, beginning. All at the, yeah, all within, like, what, the first three chapters or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, this, well, okay, so I, I don't think it, it, it didn't really bother me. Um, it was just more of, like, this, this reminded me of Twilight. This, I was like, oh, God, what are we <laughs> doing? It? How no, so? No, no, no. Just my feelings on it. Like, this is unhinged. Oh. I don't okay. like this. Like, that's what I mean. Not <clears throat> okay. the plot or anything like that. Okay. It was just more of like, what have I gotten myself into? Why okay. am I reading this? It is. It was odd to it begin with. It was very I agree. odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I was just along for this roller coaster of a ride. Yes. You felt like you were along for it. But then I felt like it got me on board about half halfway through. Yeah, well, I, so we might have a difference of opinion on yeah. where you were on board and when yeah. I was on board. Okay. So I, all the feels about like, um, you know, her family and, yes. you know, asking for help and just her being stuck. I like yes. totally related to her yes. on that. Um, yes. And also like just her memories of her dad. And so I loved that. Oh, I me too. I still don't like the whole ghost thing. I thought it was very <laughs> weird. I was like, what is the point of the? I still don't understand what his point of ghost coming to ghost her haunt her the, was the ghost the ghost part was r- really threw me for a loop because i, I did not expect it. it 
I, did, I, I know that the book says the dead romantics, but I thought it was, I did not think it would be a literal, like a literal yes. ghost haunting. Like her, her whole the whole side story of her seeing ghosts again felt like a different book yeah it felt like there were two books happening and and they were merged together at some point that's yeah. how it felt to me um but I agree with you it felt very odd but then you know like eventually you're like yes hot ghost like I'm into it I was into it I was like yes they're gonna have ghost sex I'm so ready I've been waiting I've been talking to you about yes. writing a book yeah. about ghost sex I was laughing so much about that I was like they're doing it <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was like, I think I felt like how her family felt, like, oh, her imaginary friend. Oh, really? No, because I thought they believed her. Oh, I think, no, I, I thought they, they believed her. But you know how, like, yeah. the town was like, oh, her imaginary yes. friend, like, the that tone, whole thing? I kind of was like that, too. Like, this is really odd. And I just, I, I still don't understand the point of him being a ghost to her like what was his yes i don't know why of all the things that he could do when he gets hit by a car yeah and is like in a coma is haunt her yeah like in a different state where he's never been like how does he have such a deep connection to her and apparently it was because her book was the one that he connected to the most that was his favorite book of all time was her her first ever book i guess yeah and so that was enough and then they made they did make out before he got hit by a car so maybe that was like and he has nobody else but it's he has weird. like it's still it was weird, weird. I, I agree with you 100 <laughs> percent. it did not it does not logically make any sense no. but i still liked it and i liked that at the end he woke up and he remembered everything that happened and then they got to do it for real okay, and i was yeah. happy so oh, hold up before we get to that he wakes okay. up he Literally By the way, I knew that that, that twist was going to happen I because he kept disappearing. And I was like, that's the one I was like, I know the twist. I know yes. the twist. And it yeah. was right. I, I, I thought, it, what was that movie called? While You Were Sleeping. It's exactly this plot where is it? someone is I... in a coma in okay. the hospital. And, there's and they like see a... their ghost? No, 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 no. It's kind of loosely oh. this thing. But anyway, like the girl in the whole thing is like reads to him every day and just talks to him while he's in the bed and then whatever it doesn't matter but I knew that was gonna happen too but uh -huh. I was I still was just like okay they just met they were in the alley together mm -hmm. he gets hit he haunts her I don't understand this connection and then okay. he waits three months yeah well like, because he didn't her. know for sure if but still, that was real but but he was still her editor right yeah but she only needed to turn in like one thing and she didn't turn it in until, like, that three months was over. She had, like, just turned it in when she went to see him in person. Yeah, but he was giving her such a hard time about it on the very first Only before, like, he exactly. just apparently just left her alone. Um, yeah, yes. but and he here's like, another he thing that I... an extension, and then wish yeah. one. Yeah, well, I mean, he, to be fair, he was totally out, so <laughs> he, he must have been on FMLA or whatever. <laughs> <That's> still... <laughs> this is, like, the thing that I, I do know somebody who is like in the writing world she's a YA, YA author and I know for sure that you can turn stuff in to your editor before you're a hundred percent done like you could she could have turned it in without that scene the final scene written mm -hmm. and been like I just need to finish this final scene I'll take your pointers but like 
she could have turned it in that night because she had most of it written. She just didn't know how to finish it. And most books, when you first turn them into your editor, are completely first drafts. Mm -hmm. Like they go through processes of edits. You get feedback. You rewrite. You usually do an entire rewrite. Like it's not just you do everything, you make your final draft, you give it to the editor and they print. They don't, that doesn't happen. They give you pointers, they read it, then you go back, you rewrite it, and then you tighten things up and then it goes out. I mean, unless you're Rebecca Yaros or whatever her name is. I guess, I know, and your editor doesn't do anything. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Anywho. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) No, yeah, I, I just, didn't understand there were parts that didn't make sense but overall the story to me was very fun i cried a lot because of the sadness of like the family stuff and like her dad passing one thing i didn't understand was like how everyone was so nonchalant when she got home like he had just died and her mom who had apparently been the love of his life and what they were like obsessed with each other was just like not crying just Mm -hmm. like carrying on as usual and and I'm like, I know everybody deals with grief differently, but like, is nobody falling apart? Because I'm pretty sure that if my dad died, like all of us would be completely unable to function for at yeah. least a few weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. They I didn't carried on that. business as usual. Yes. They, they, went they, to they even Waffle finished House. like the funerals that they had <laughs> going. And I've been like, no, I'm sorry, guys. The undertaker is dead. Yeah. There is no funeral <laughs> happening. Take it somewhere Figure else. It out. It yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah, I that I didn't understand this whole um, grandma Annie coming to her as a ghost and making her the ghost. I I was like, why? I, yeah, I, why I did they pick? This. Why did that ghost pick her of all the people? <laughs> yeah, so there were definitely like some, but again, I think this was like two. It felt like two books smushed in one. But if you just suspend your disbelief for all the weird fuckery that's going on <laughs> that didn't make sense. Um, I ended up liking it. So that was like, I, it, you have to take it with a grain of salt and then realize there's fantasy involved because she sees dead people. And once it becomes a fantasy book rather than like a fluff romance book, then it's just, then you can just suspend your disbelief and say, okay, that I, it's a fantasy. So I guess we'll just go with it. So that's, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, how I that might, work. that I might have to have just a New York new approach to these books like I I think I should just not have any expectations yeah and I shouldn't even look at the stars on Goodreads because I think that's what I do and then I'm like okay like it got a pretty high rating so yeah it must be really good but there there were parts that I really liked again yeah like the whole family stuff like her dad like all the great memories that I liked the ghost stuff I was I, d- I didn't understand I still I love the ghost stuff I've read books with ghosts in them before I'm into it <laughs> um the other bone I have to pick is for 90 percent of the book it was based in South Carolina but then it started to be based in North Carolina okay so then I'm not the only one okay because I told you I was like it's based yeah. in South Carolina and then at the end it said North Carolina I was like did I get that confused no it, it was it, uh, first of all like it's a fictitious town but yeah second of all she like the author wrote like this town is in between Greenville which is where I'm from and Asheville okay it's it's actually like a very big gap. Greenville and Asheville okay. are like three hours away from each other, and the border of North Carolina does get in there somewhere. So sure, okay. but 
she said South Carolina for the longest time in the book. Okay. So okay. I don't know if it's like, hey, I'm on this side of the house, so we're in South Carolina, and now okay. I'm on this okay. side of the So then I'm not like the only one, because I was confused. I texted yeah. you. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, even right. I was like, wait, I think, did she write that? Because I don't know anything <laughs> about the Carolinas. Like, you could tell yeah. me anywhere was anywhere, and up was down, and I'd say, yeah, that sure, that I'll believe that. No, But no, you're I from mean, there, so. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I, she said South Carolina. That's yeah. the only okay. reason That's why I, that I was like, wait, what's going on? Um, okay. okay, so that that part, like, just messed me up a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't even that big of a deal, but still, it just messed mm-hmm. me up a little An bit. An editing issue, yeah. Yes, editing. Yeah. And also the, um, <laughs> I don't know why this messed me up so much, but Dana, or Dana, Dana. Yeah. The innkeeper, the, yeah. the pronouns. It yes. just really, like, I, at first I know, but, like, we should be able to kind of get used to that. It, d- it did rip, it did, but we should be able to get used to that. Let's no, no, be politically I, correct. Of course, of course. But at, at the very yeah. beginning when when yes. they were first introduced, I was like, wait, did, yeah. did we already know this background information? That's what yes. I mean by that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't have background. I didn't know that. But yeah. it was fine. I think that's just like, I think that's how you would just, if you were in the person's head, that's just how they would know them by. So then you would just know their pronouns as they, them, and not assign anything else or be like, and my trans friend or my non-binary friend who doesn't identify as a he or she, you know, it goes as by they, them, you know, there's no, I don't think there's a way for her to have been able to introduce that character without it sounding weird if they if if she did that um and I do appreciate the inclusion uh like the diversity inclusion so I did like that but it was odd at the beginning too because you don't realize until you know like you've been talking with Dana for like yeah several paragraphs that you're like oh their pronouns are they them that's why it's sounding like that it's I think we don't we're not used to seeing it in books well I actually thought um Dana was two people, and I thought they were ghosts yeah. at first. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I no. ghosts this whole time. Oh, oh, I, that's what I thought it was. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, there are two people and somebody that only she sees and nobody else sees. Okay, here's, here's, here's something that I have that, that confused me. It seemed like she grew up really close to her family. Mm-hmm. And then she basically says, I haven't been back or seen them in 10 years. Like, I haven't gotten a hug from my dad in 10 years. And then, like, further into book, you're like, no, every Christmas they come and visit her. But, like, at the beginning, it sounded like she never went back and never hugged him again for 10 years. But he keeps coming back and they keep spending, their whole family keeps spending Christmas with her, Mm -hmm. which we don't find out until later. So I felt like that was, like, kind of a bait and switch. Like, she (laughs) gave us the impression that while she was very close to them, she never, ever saw them. She didn't come back. And, like, just didn't see them at all. But in the end, it's like, no, she saw they came to visit her every they year. Saw her, yeah, I thought the same. So that I, I thought that was confusing, right? That was confusing mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because she did see them. And so it didn't really make sense that Ashley was uh, – was it Ashley? No, Alice was so mad at her mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. I was like, you see her every year then. It yeah. wasn't like she has ignored you for 10 years. Yeah. She just didn't want to come back to a town that was ridiculing her, which I understood mm-hmm. at the end. But this whole time I'm like, you love your family. Why aren't you seeing them? 
why did you never see them again? What happened? Why couldn't you meet somewhere? But then I realized, oh, no, she just left out this thing where, uh, oh, they come and I just saw him six months ago at Christmas or three months have, ago like, at Christmas. They could a family vacation to the Bahamas. Yeah, like every exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there was some, yeah, some. All right. Well, I think that's like a, maybe like an editing, an editing snafu that yeah. I would have caught. Maybe we should become editors. We should. I think we should. <laughs> okay. All, <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's get into ratings then. Um, how would you rate your drink? I love espresso martinis at five out of five. Okay. I love kombucha, but not like love love. So four out of five. Okay. So I like the the party in my mouth with a little bit of that morbid vinegary aftertaste. <laughs> I I for some reason it just adds a little something. <laughs> All right, so how would you rate her writing? Well, I, I mean, I, the writing, I think, overall was good. Uh, yeah. Does editing go into writing? I think that goes into over, overall, probably, or plot. Okay, okay fine. I'll, I'll give her, like, a, a, a four for writing. Yeah, I would agree. I, li- I liked it. And I was crying a lot. Like, basically, anytime she was talking about her dad or the funeral, it would just be like, I was just, I was crying, like, pretty constantly for the last, like, I was reading this while working between patients, and my eyes looked, like, crazy. (laughs) I'd I'd be, like, crying, reading for five minutes, then I'd see a patient, and then I'd get back to it. (laughs) All right, so, um, how would you rate for plot? Ooh, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. say two. Okay. Again, I the ghost thing wasn't for me, and then it it wasn't the like I'm making it sound like I didn't care about the ghost thing. That's cool. She she sees ghosts, like all that stuff. I just didn't understand the connection to Ben, like Mm -hmm. why he was haunting her and stuff like that. So it's a two for me. What about you? Mm -hmm. I would rate it a three because of the confusing elements, but I liked the ghost. More ghosts. I would read more ghost books specifically for the ghosts. I didn't know I was in for ghosts. So it was like a happy surprise for me <laughs> when there were ghosts involved. I thought you knew there were ghosts in those books. I did not. You didn't I did know not. At all? No, listen, I love ghosts. I, I go know you do. I I did go ghost I did go ghost hunting when I was younger, like you know, in like my teenage years, and I never found a ghost. And I have stayed in many haunted places trying to find ghosts i've never found a ghost um i've gone on like ghost tours and ghost walks and haunted houses that i've hopes you know dead people that died there i guess you know not dead people that died there real people died there and supposedly haunt them i have not seen any ghosts anywhere at any time but i love the idea of ghosts they scare me those are the scary movies that i don't like so anyway ghosts are always a plus I mostly am knocking this for, like, the weirdness of the smushing of two books together, the plot weirdness at the beginning. So that's where it's docked for me. Yeah. All right. Spice and romance. Um, I, I would say the romance level is high, but I would kind of, I would say, like, a 3.5 for that. Spice. Okay. E, I mean, sure, at the end, but it was, like, a snippet, so, like, mm-hmm. a, like a two. Okay. I would say romance is probably like a four and then spice is like maybe one. <laughs> you wanted it was more. very mild, you know, <laughs> maybe one and a half. It was, it, that's, I would say one and a quarter. It was very mild. There was not enough ghost sex, basically. Yeah. There was none. 
There was none. There was like a little like ghost foreplay, but it yeah. was not. Yeah, That's kind it was of weird. like, are we do? I really was like, are we about to do this? And then it and then it stopped, and I was like, oh, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> All right. So, how would you rate this overall? Okay, overall, I would just say a three. Okay. Again, really cozy moments. I liked the fields and stuff, but then though, there's weird things. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm rating it a four because I oh. enjoyed reading it. Yeah, it was. The, it's the best thing I've read so far this year. But that's not saying much yeah. because so far it's been rather disappointing. I've read. A, I've read another book besides um, The House in the Pines, and that was truly. I left a scathing review because I was upset. <laughs> um, so this was good. I enjoyed it. Surprised about the ghost. Enjoyed the ghost and <laughs> would. Maybe read more of her stuff. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I liked it. Okay. All right. Well, um, I guess that's it. Yeah. Right? Let's talk about okay. the next book. So the next book is um, A Wizard's Guide to Defensive Baking by T. T. Kingfisher. That'll be mm -hmm. our next book. So mm -hmm. excited. I'm excited for that. I read yeah. her, 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 the other book that of hers, Nettle and Bone was a standalone fantasy that like was enchanting it was dark it was like kind of a morbid dark but like also cozy and lighthearted at the same time it was so <laughs> it was so weird I would recommend it to you like it was very it was good um I only rated it a four at the time but I I do like looking back it was a good book so I'm hoping this one it sounds like it would be similar like kind of funny yeah like yeah, that was well, the thing. Yeah, it was like it there was a lot of dry humor in that last one, mm -hmm. and I think that this one will have similar. That's her maybe her style is like very dry humor mm -hmm. in like a morbid way. So, oh. okay, mm -hmm. I'm down for that too. All right, All right. Well, this wraps up our episode number thirty-two, episode two of two thousand twenty-four. Mm -hmm. That's very mm -hmm. exciting. We're already two books down. Mm -hmm. um, All right, well, happy reading, guys. Join us for the next one. All right, happy reading. Mm -hmm.